Our scripture this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 17 and in verse 24. I'm going to read for you, though, beginning in verse 20 through the end, so we have a bit of context as we go back into our series here in John 17. Again, that is the Gospel of John, chapter 17, beginning in verse 20 through 26. And Jesus prays these words. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, may be with me where I am, to see my glory that you have given me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. Here ends the reading of God's holy word. Let us go to God in prayer. O holy God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So we're going back into the series we started at the beginning of the year, and that's uh, in John 17, in in Jesus's interceding prayer on our behalf. And I think it's a, a good time to do so because as we can be asking ourselves during these days, what is God doing as we sit in self isolation and quarantine? Well, I know God is working on something as we discussed last week that if He had even told us his plans, we wouldn't believe it. And this I know of Jesus, that he sits at the right hand of God, continually praying for you, reminding God, praying, I want them to be with me so they can see my glory and the love you have for me. This is Jesus's ultimate request in his prayer as he prays for us. But how often do you actually think about heaven? Every once in a while, occasionally? How often do you think about, perfect, about being perfectly holy? Maybe even less often. And how often is it that you consider being in the very presence of Jesus? And yet, here Jesus is with his ultimate request to the Father. Not just telling us, but us listening in to this intimate moment Jesus is having with the Father. And he says, I desire. Jesus says it's his desire that he wants to be with you. 
but do we burn with that same desire to be with him? In Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4, Paul writes this to the church. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. We are told here by the Apostle Paul to seek the things that are above, where Christ is. To set our minds on the things that are above, not the things here on the earth. For all believers are headed to heaven with him. But I'm not entirely sure we understand it. For you see, Christ desires to be with you. To be with all believers. I don't think I can effectively communicate or convey the power and the importance of what Jesus is praying right here. The words, I desire. I, I don't know how to say it more emphatically. Do I get louder? Do I get quieter? Jesus desires, wants to be with you in heaven. He wants you in his presence. David writes the Psalm 16 in verse 11. He says, in your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And the apostle Peter confirms that David is talking about Christ Jesus. For when on the day of Pentecost comes, Peter quotes this very psalm from David in his sermon. The very first sermon preached. And then Paul will write to the church in Philippi while he's in prison. In chapter 1, verse 23, he says, My desire, this is Paul talking, my desire is to depart and be with Christ. Now when we think of heaven, when it does cross our mind, we most likely think of the place. Pearly gates, streets of gold, people in white, angels around, many mansions, in fact, around us. But when we read the scripture and we hear Jesus and Peter and David and Paul, when we listen to what they say, when Jesus says, I desire for you to be with me. When he talks about the many mansions, he says, there I will be. And when David and Peter confirm that in his presence is the fullness of joy, that Paul wants to depart and be with Christ, the heart of heaven is Christ. The heart of heaven is Jesus. We get to be with our King. We get to be with our Lord. We get to be with our Savior. The one who showed us what love is as Pastor Chris held it up. The one who loved us so much, he gave up everything so that we might be with him in heaven for eternity. And you see, he prays this 
He says he desires us to be there with him. He's not just going to tolerate our presence. He wants you there. It's his ultimate request. And it's there that our joy will be fulfilled in his presence. And Jesus said this in his Sermon on the Mount at the end of the Beatitudes. He said, rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven. And that reward is him, his presence, our joy fulfilled, love unending, hope that is certain, a peace and a comfort, a gladness, a stillness, a fullness of praise. It's here in his final request that all believers would be with him in heaven. D.L. Moody said it this way, that when he got to heaven, he wanted to spend the first 1,000 hours with Jesus. And then he would ask, where's Paul? What he, what he meant was, is that he wants to go to heaven and be with Jesus as Jesus wants to be with us. Oftentimes when we do think about heaven and we think more than just what it will look like, we think about the people that will be there, friends, loved ones, historical figures, people in the Bible. But the heart of heaven is Jesus. What makes it wonderful, what makes it glorious, is that Jesus is there. The one who lived and died because he loves you. And we'll see that glory. The glory Jesus talks about is the glory of the love the Father has for the Son that was there before the foundation of the world. The love that he had for you before you were born. This is what gives us hope. This is where in a time like this we can find peace and joy. Knowing that because Jesus has fully paid for all of our sins with his precious blood on the cross. That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us proving that God does love us. And that we have been adopted as sons and daughters of the God most high. So we belong to Christ. He says it in his prayer. We belong to him. And because we belong to him, we belong to God. And because we belong to God, therefore we belong to Christ. And by his Holy Spirit, he assures us with certainty of eternal life. And so those that have been given to the Son by the Father can enjoy the blessings of salvation now and the joys of heaven ahead. For you see, it's about Jesus. Stay focused. Don't lose sight. Behold Jesus. He's the prize. We get to be with him in his presence forever. Keep your mind on him. Seek him. For 
when this pandemic hit, we went searching for material things to find security. We looked for toilet paper and hand sanitizer and the shelves were empty. The grocery stores, Amazon does not hold our security. When we went and were told to shelter in place to keep in our homes, we lost the ability to connect with people that we searched out the love and meaning in our lives when really that never held the love and meaning of our lives. Christ is the one who loves us no matter what. Christ is the one who hasn't left us or forsaken us. In the midst of all of this, we have searched everywhere, high and low, to find joy, to find peace, to find comfort, to find hope. And all along, been in the same place it was before this ever happened. It's in Christ. Stay focused. Behold him. Soak up all you can with him of this time. Keep doing in all things. For he desires to be with you. I don't know how else to tell you, but that's a pretty big deal. That, that we can celebrate. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful and thankful that you sent your son to die for us so that our sins would be forgiven and that we would be adopted as sons and daughters of yours. Help us to focus on Jesus. To focus on the one who loves us eternally. To focus on the one who gives us peace that passes all understanding. To focus on the one who takes the burdens off our back when we feel weighed down. To focus on the one, the only one, who's ever given us hope, a sure hope in life and in death. Lord, we are so grateful for all that we have and the ability to connect across distances. But let us never lose sight of the one who loved us before we were born, the one who loved us in the midst of our sins, the one who loves us now, and the one who will love us forever. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.